We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right. So 87,000 IRS agents hopefully gone. The Senate will stop this, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, One of our listeners on Rumble. Mm Mm-hmm. It's my Rumble channel, uh, rumble.com. You just go to Tara Servatius, all right. one word, and there's yeah. a great uh, WRD family conversation developing on the side of that. Um, but one of our listeners, PC Not, writes, and I, so I took the calculator out and did the math because I was like, wait a minute. How did they arrive at 87,000 IRS agents would be needed to police uh, the American people? Well, listen to this. There's 127 million taxpayers, Okay. 127 million taxpayers. There's already 70,000 IRS agents. So this is adding another 87,000 IRS agents to the 127 million taxpayers, right? So there's 157,000 IRS agents, a virtual uh, terrorist army, if you will, of IRS agents. To be led, by the way, do, do you remember who's going to lead them? Who is staffing this office? This is the scariest part of all. Remember Lois Lerner? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How how can we forget? Yeah. Uh, Who dedicated herself at the IRS to using her position to terrorize anybody uh, who who uh, thought the wrong way. Right. Targeted conservatives, Baptists in particular. She didn't like you people, Lee. That's okay. Uh, The feeling is mutual, although we will certainly pray for her. See, that was such a Baptist response right there. Of course it was. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Good thing she's not around anymore. She'd totally audit you for that. But anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, she did the whole IRS thing. Her, uh, she had to to leave in shame, um, but her second in command is the um, IRS official chosen out of the 70,000 people they could have chosen to run this office, right, to staff it, the new office of the 87,000, they choose the number two in command during the IRS profiling scandal, which, by the way, not just my opinion that that was a bad thing, a federal court ruled uh, that these people had been illegally targeted and the IRS, uh, i.e. you, the federal government, was forced to pay out damages. Uh, to the targeted people who included Baptist conservatives and Jews. So uh, this is under Barack Obama. If if you were a pro-Israeli Jew uh, from pro-Israeli organizations, Lois was going to take you down. So and she did uh, just for your politics, just for your religion. It was pretty horrific. Um, but anyway, this office of the eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. In case you have any doubt whatsoever that it will be targeting people for their politics 
All you need to know is that the number two in charge, Nicole Flax, who, Lee, I can't believe this person is still working at the IRS, much less that she's not in prison. But um, she's one of the handful of employees, remember, that Congress issued the subpoena right. for the emails? Yeah, and? Uh, they all simultaneously disappeared. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Nicole Flax's did, Lois Lerner's did, uh, all the way up to the uh, IRS commissioner, Charles Reddick. Just so convenient they just you know disappeared yeah so so if that had been any of us that had been a contempt of congress charge oh yeah complete with cnn satellite van and an fbi raid but yeah. it's lois learner and right. you know Fly, they just don't so, like jews yeah. baptist and conservatives in the obama administration so whatever but um interesting math here okay from pc not on rumble right now um, on on my Rumble channel, eighty. So that that's one hundred fifty seven thousand IRS agents, right? Okay. So each agent would only have to check on three taxpayers a day to cover every taxpayer wow. in the country, because there's only twenty seven one hundred twenty seven million taxpayers. That's, that's way too efficient for government work. Come on. And and we can be fortunate for that. Um, but that works out almost exactly right. You can see how they arrived at the 87,000 number. We need 87,000 for a total of 157,000 IRS agents. Um, and all they got to do uh, is look in on three taxpayers a day. I mean, should you do that by noon? Gee, just think if they did that for the uh, Veterans Administration hospitals. Uh, boy, they could they could take care of our veterans in no time, couldn't they? You know, um, one of my good friend's brothers uh, was a uh, technician in the Navy on a nuclear submarine, mm-hmm. and he was exposed extensively to radiation as a lot of them are uh, in his particular role and um, the Veterans Association uh, gaffed him off and gaffed him off and gaffed him off uh, and he got to stage four cancer and died uh, he could not get the treatment they finally agreed to give him the treatment months before he died it was too late by then it spread all through his body but the important thing is that we have 87,000 yeah. new IRS agents uh, Lee to go after conservatives, Christians, Baptists, yeah. and Jews, yeah. as Nicole Flax likes to do. So if you're a conservative, Christian, Baptist, or Jew, you should uh, go ahead and make sure your affairs are in order because they have uh, only have to check in on three of us today to cover us all. But Lee, we are going to be doing stories on this for years. This is going to be an instrument and an arm in the government of the government for political persecution. Well, that already has been. Oh, it already has been. Yeah, they're not going to stop. I mean, look, if we, if the, if the government can play it, pay out tens of million dollars in damages to uh, the victims here, mm-hmm. uh, and Nicole Flax still has a job, they don't care. That's yeah. a thumbs up. That's a thumbs up. Hey, uh, Tim, if you could turn the audio on the stream on, uh, it is not paying on Rumble right now. That'd be great. Um, so, so yeah, so you got all that going on. And then you've got the shocking situation, which really is quite funny. And we were told by the Democrats that, that Trump keeping those classified documents was, yeah. was the, you know, it's the biggest national security disaster and, and threat really to us um, since Pearl Harbor, right? Yep. I mean, it was, yeah. boy, it threat is. Threat to democracy. Th- yep, threat to democracy. But also that when Joe Biden is caught doing it, it is also just fine. Yeah. B- big surprise. I mean, yeah. this, 
I'm at a point where if I hear any accusation from the left, any accusation about any Republican, any conservative, anybody who even thought about voting Republican, I'm not the least bit interested. Because whatever you guys accuse Republicans of doing, it's what you, you do. are doing it yourself. It happens every single time. Every single issue before this country, every accusation that this party has leveled against Republicans, conservatives, and, and those on the right, they're doing it themselves. Every single one of them. It's without exception. I mean, whether it is racism, whether it is environmentalism, any of the accusations you make against any conservative Republican, I can show you oppor- places where Democrats are doing the same darn thing. And, and this, this is truly laughable about this situation with Biden. Because you've got all these Democrats that are all over the media just wringing their hands and, you know, uh, donning sackcloth and ashes about, oh, Donald Trump and those classified materials and his personal residence. And then, of course, what do we got? What do we got? you got a vice president who does not have the authority to declassify anything with classified documents in his possession for years. President Trump had the authority constitutionally had the authority to declassify anything he wanted to declassify. Now, if the National Archives wants to sue him over getting those documents back, knock yourself out. Go ahead. But that did no way, in no way, justified the treatment of President Trump at his personal residence Mar-a-Lago. And now you've got a vice president who did not have the authority to do anything about declassifying documents with classified documents in his possession for years. And what's going to happen? Not a dead blame thing's going to happen. You know, this is so good. And you saw the coverage over um, Christmas, I'm sure, Lee, um, you know, with even Bill Barr coming out to tell us Trump's in trouble, man. He is, they have got him. Uh, He is facing prison time. And look, after Joe Biden getting caught doing what Trump did, but not having the ability to declassify like Trump does, um, I'm going to make a prediction. Nothing's going to come of this. There'll be no. No, no, I can tell you that right now. Nothing is going to come of this. No, there'll be no FBI raid. I'll be even I will be thoroughly surprised if any of the other networks other than Fox and some of the other right leaning networks spend more than 10 seconds on this story. And do you know what that means when we see Trump in handcuffs, which is generally part of the arrest process? They won't do him the courtesy of letting him turn himself in They're They're going to go get him with the cuffs. Um, when you see that, given what is just broken here about Joe Biden having this classified data just laying around. You will know the country's done. Good grief. And it's for, done. Forget about the stuff with Hillary Clinton, which was even worse. Oh, yeah. Than anything that Trump or Biden is, is accused of here. Yeah, because she was sending classified material uh, to an unsecured server. It would have been illegal if it was a secured server. You can only view that inside a skiff. Um, and she's sending it to whom? Abedin. Uh, Anthony Weiner's sitting there with his sticky laptop. He's got some of the classified documents. He was her husband at the time um, on it, along with the child porn that he went to prison for. I mean, and it's just very casual. Here's the thing, though, Lee. This is the thing I've been screaming from the beginning. It's the only thing you need to know about this Trump thing. Barack Obama was asked to turn over classified data when he left office by the National Archives. And he responded that he would digitize it and send it in. He'd keep it himself. He's going to digitize it and they could have it. And then he never bothered. Was there an FBI raid? No. No, of course not. Nope. The Bush Library still to this day has classified data they have not turned over. Is that okay? Yes, it is because it's George W. Bush and he is not guilty of wrong thing. Um, But we're told Trump is in all kinds of legal trouble. So, I mean, this, if, if they arrest Trump, if they charge Trump here, 
this is nothing but a typical third world style kangaroo court when you know darn well Biden has just done this. And Biden is on record. Fox News was playing the audio this morning condemning Trump for this. And then um, yesterday he's asked about it and he just decides not to take the questions. Of course. I mean, you know, this is like royalty. They're, They're like royalty. And then we find they're censoring people. Tucker Carlson, Tommy Lahren, um, you know, just for talking about the shot. Tommy Lahren, we're going to get into this later in the show, um, was the, the the White House chief director of censorship. He's the digital director. Literally didn't like that she said, she was talking about the mandates um, on Facebook. Hey, I'm not getting the shot, but if you want to, go ahead. That's it. That's not even disinformation. And he didn't like that. He didn't like that it was trending. And so he contacts Facebook and demands that it be taken down and that she was censored. She doesn't know if she was directly censored, but she has been taken down three times for vaccine-related content. So she doesn't have, you know, the email saying, hey, in that specific case, they did it. Um, But so they have at the White House, if they just don't like that you're not complying with their mandate, they just take you down. All while they break the law and go after and attempt to jail their political opponents. I mean, how is this any different than what we're seeing going on in a number of third world countries right now, including Ukraine, where Zelensky uh, has jailed his opponents? Um, you know, we see this going on in Brazil. You just, you know, Argentina, you just jail your opponents when you get elected, maybe even disappear them. I mean, this is where we're going as a country at a very fast rate of speed and it's it's shocking it really is T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. Okay, outrage after outrage piles up. Folks, after this, after learning that, as Lee pointed out, that that Joe Biden has kept classified documents from his time as vice president in one of his offices. And again, as Lee pointed out, Donald Trump had the ability to declassify classified documents. Joe Biden did not. He was vice president. So, you know, after the Democrats told us over Christmas that this was the worst security breach and the biggest threat to this country since Pearl Harbor, that, Joe, that, that, that Trump had kept these classified documents, 
I'm eagerly awaiting the FBI raid on the Biden properties because I mean, we've got to secure them, right? It's the biggest security threat, right? Here's Representative Michael Walls. And folks, here's the thing with this. This is, this is what's important. It's what you want to remember. Remember me saying this. When you see Trump in handcuffs, because they'll put him in handcuffs for this, and nothing happening to Joe Biden, you will know the country is gone. You will know what you are watching is America's first kangaroo court. That's what we're watching. It's outrageous. Here is Representative Michael. And folks, this is what happens when the FBI raids Trump's house for the very same thing that Bush is currently doing. His library still has classified documents to this day that Barack Obama is still doing. He still has classified documents to this day. And there's a raid on Trump's house for it. And when Mitch McConnell says nothing, and he is the number one ranking of the Republicans, and Kevin McCarthy says nothing, FBI goes green light. And then the Republicans turn around, and what do they do? In the omnibus, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, they let the FBI know this is what they want. They want Trump in prison. What did they do in the omnibus? They increased the FBI's budget by over half a billion dollars, built them a shiny new headquarters at your expense, and gave them a special pot of money to prosecute Trump, January Sixers, and Trump on the uh, censor, on the on the documents. They they got an extra pot of money for that. FBI knows that uh, that the Republican leadership has their back. Now let me tell you what's going to happen here. Let's tell you what's going to happen. Just watch this. I'm going to Google this tomorrow, and I'm going to Google this the day after. I'm going to Google two names, Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy, see if they've said anything about this, about Joe Biden getting caught uh, with classified documents. And again, Trump had the ability to declassify them. The fight will be over whether he actually did it. Biden did not have the ability to declassify them. This is illegal. This is actually patently illegal. It's not hard to see on its face. You will not see a condemnation of Joe Biden by Mitch McConnell, or by Kevin McCarthy. You will not see that. And the FBI and the Democrats will take that as a thumbs up. Keep going for Trump. Here's Representative Michael Walls talking about how outrageous this is. My question is, these were apparently documents from his time as vice president. So they've been sitting around for five years. I mean, how long have they been sitting around? Who had access uh, all of this time? How many people had access all of this time. And so what you're hearing from the Democrats, mainstream media already trying to whitewash this whole thing, because of course people are asking, where's the FBI raid? You know, where is this big show of force to make sure there's no other classified documents there? Was that folder and that box of documents the only one? So they're trying to make these comparisons, these whitewashing uh, you know, kind of exercises and say, no, well, they self-reported, but we have all of these other questions that are completely unanswered. And then the next one is, well, there were only a few as compared to the volume that were found down in Mar-a-Lago, but it only takes one, guys. It only takes one key Mm -hmm. bit of information of these documents that are sitting in a school, by the way, that is accepting millions in money from the Chinese Communist Party. So we have no idea who was flowing through uh, these offices and what they were seeing. 
you nailed the question. When can we expect the raid of all of Joe Biden's offices and homes under the standard set by the Democrats that anything involving records retention is the greatest threat to national security since Pearl Harbor? Want to get your thoughts on this before we let you go? Yes. And deserves a special prosecutor. And if anyone deserves a special prosecutor, it's this, uh, because obviously the DOJ reports to Joe Biden. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Good morning. All right. So learning that we now have folks, we have a Politburo. That's what this is. When just the State Department takes down 20, 250,000 Twitter accounts for so-called disinformation. And it turns out that almost all of them are either American citizens, some are journalists. One is a CNN journalist. That's a Politburo. That's just the State Department. Just the State Department. And the Biden administration, if you say things they don't like, they take you down. The thing about the Twitter files that I think is so important, the number one thing, our side, just there's this point, I wish our side would push this out. If you read the Twitter files, all of them, we just had another one drop yesterday. If you read the Twitter files, every single thing, in them that our government censored. Everything we know of that our government censored was true. They're not even interested in actual disinformation or silly conspiracy theories or the kind of stuff QAnon pushes. God, they're worse than QAnon, our government is. They're nuts. They're only interested in censoring the truth. Every single thing they censored either was true at the time or turned out to be true later. What shows you the agenda here? It's it's not confused, misguided attempt to help you be safe from COVID. It's something far more sinister. And that's how we need to look at it. And that's how we need to talk about it. So here's what happened. The White House was running, among other things, a COVID censorship regime. So these newly released emails show that the White House exerted relentless pressure on social media to censor those who dissented on COVID-related topics. So you look at this and you look at what they were doing. We have the actual email uh, here. Um, And this is an email from Rob Flaherty with the White House, the, the chief Uh, Thug there, Rob Flaherty, Director of Digital Strategy. So the chief censor at the White House. Listen to this. Here's the email. Um, And and this is telling Facebook to censor Tucker Carlson and Tommy Lahren. Uh, Since we've been on the phone, the top post about vaccines today is Tucker Carlson saying they don't work. You mean 
Getting story right? Yeah, that's a problem for the White House. The top story today is Tucker Carlson saying they don't work. Now, we now know they don't work. But at the time, uh, remember, they were still telling us if you take the vaccine, you won't get COVID. If, if you take it, you will stop the spread. It was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. If the unvaccinated would just get vaccinated, the, the pandemic would end total lie. And they knew it was a lie. Remember the Washington Post got the internal documents at the CDC. They were literally on CNN telling you, get vaccinated and we can end this thing when their own internal documents were showing them that the vaccinated and unvaccinated spread it at the same rate. So we know at, on the date of this email, they knew that Tucker Carlson was right and they were the disinformers. Not Tucker Carlson, that. We also know it from the court-ordered FOIA where the judge ordered the FDA and Pfizer to release their internal documents. We know it. We know that by April of 2021, they knew this thing didn't work. Not to stop spread. They are the disinformers. They are lying. And they are making disinformation mandatory. So here's the... The email. Since we've been on the phone, the top post about vaccines today, this is from the Biden administration to Facebook, is Tucker Carlson saying they don't work. Yesterday was Tommy Lahren uh, saying she won't take one. This is exactly why I want to know what reduction actually looks like. It's like Zuckerberg works for these thugs. It's not like they're friends or buddies or comrades. See, this is the thing we need. This is what I'm telling you is missing. There's a thing here. There is a thing that is missing. Why, whether it's um, they're talking to Twitter, it's the FBI talking to Twitter, it's the Biden administration talking to Twitter, we have the internal communications. Um, Now it's the Biden administration censorship thug talking to Facebook. Why do they speak to these social media executives as if the executives work for them? That is the piece that is missing here. There's something big here under the water. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Anyway, he continues. This is exactly why I want to know what reduction actually looks like. If reduction means pumping our most vaccine-hesitant audience with Tucker Carlson saying it doesn't work, in other words, the truth, then I'm not sure it's reduction. Okay, what is he talking about with reduction? They had signed a reduction, reduction agreement. We're going to reduce the post by people who think it doesn't work. You know, the ones who are right, the virologists who were right, the educated people who are right, people who have done their research like me who were right. We're going to reduce those posts. They should be in handcuffs. That's illegal. As Indiana Attorney General uh, Todd Rakita explained, this is not just offensive, not just something immoral, not just something you shouldn't be doing. It's illegal. Wait, from the folks... Thing after thing after thing after thing that's illegal in this country. These people just do it. It doesn't mean anything anymore if you're the right people and it's illegal. But anyway. So what did Tommy Laren have the unmitigated gall to tweet that got them so upset? It was this. I personally will not get the COVID vaccine. Will not be forced to get it, she says. If you want to get it, by all means, do so. If you want to wear one, two, or five masks driving, walking alone, by all means, do. Remember, the mask we would later learn don't work either. If you are terrified of returning to old normal, by all means, stay home. 
There's no disinformation in there. She's not even making a claim about whether the vaccine works. Censored. Wrong thing. Wrong thing. Here's Tommy Laren reacting uh, to, oh, oh, and that's not even all. They let, you know what they did? They let a member of Pfizer's board, Pfizer's board, pick out vaccine posts and accounts that had put them up, accurate ones, to censor. God, you know, maybe we should have a list of people who are not censoring you on social media because that would be shorter. Here's Tommy Laren on this. And then there's this, Tommy. These Twitter files also revealing how a top Pfizer board member, Scott Gottlieb, also known as the former FDA commissioner, secretly pressed Twitter to high posts challenging his company's profitable COVID vaccines. Your reaction to that? What you have is blatant collusion between big tech, big government, and now you're going to add in big pharma. This is actually a detriment to the safety of Americans. Americans deserve to know and they deserve to have a dialogue, certainly about something that they're going to inject into their body, certainly about the side effects that they may experience or the efficacy of what they took in their arms. So this should be an open dialogue and discussion. And the fact that you've got people from big pharma actively working with big tech to tamp down any conversation about it. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Going to jump on over to the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Text writes, the social media companies are doing as they are told under the threat of being dissolved into the federal government. Yeah, I mean, it could be as simple as that. I mean, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans, the Republicans are doing this too, just not on the, at the extent. The Democrats and the Republicans have filed legislation to break up Facebook, break up Twitter, break up all of these social media companies. So that's probably what this is about. Conservative Treehouse is an interesting theory, though, and I'm waiting to hear about this from Elon Musk. That a lot of these companies had our intelligence agencies present at the founding. For instance, um, one of the... Let's take the CIA. One of the things the CIA does, uh, they have the CIA has a private company that it runs that sponsors, uh, gives seed funding, investment capital, um, to companies the CIA thinks would be useful intelligence-wise in our country. It's been going on for a long time. Uh, it's not illegal. It's out in the open. They you know, file all the public documents that a regular company would file, right? Uh, that company invested in Facebook early on. And um, actually, there are a lot of people wondering... If there is an intelligence ownership or money in these companies somewhere. Conservative Treehouse's theory is that 
these companies could never really be uh, profitable given all of um, the space it would take to hold all this data. You know, every time you like, it's, you know, hit like, it's got to show up on tens of millions of computers. Um, That government computing space is being used, server space is being used for these companies so they'd go down. And so that was the thing I was dying to know when Elon Musk bought Twitter. He hasn't said anything about it, yay or nay, uh, either way, just a theory. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 